finally, right? Like, finally, a next episode for all those who, you know, my five, <laughs> my five loyal and interactive persons who listens to the podcast you're like finally there's a notification there's um um there's an episode yeah hi everyone i'm kade marie and welcome back to another episode of kade speaks and i do apologize for not being consistent with my material i do apologize for that but the thing is okay what i'm about to talk about you know get into is something personal and i was wondering if i wanted to share it to the world per se because even though um katie speaks i tried to build my little platform i'm not gonna i don't want to say little because you know over time it will grow but yes scrap that forget i said that but i want to build my i'm building my platform on honesty and openness but with social media you have to be careful of things that you say because just like when you're telling somebody your business it is ammunition to be used against you at a later time and i didn't know how i would do this podcast but i'm like all right then this episode i'm like all right then you know Maybe I'm not the only person out there that's feeling this type of way. You know, hopefully with me sharing um with me sharing my experiences and sharing how I how how I have felt within a particular situation, then you know, persons will begin to be like, Okay, so I'm not alone, like, you know, yeah. So the topic that we're going to talk about, that I'm going to talk about is about mental health, health, a speech impediment, and how my mental health, health, (laughs) sorry, has gotten to me worst since the pandemic. Yeah, how for me it has gotten worse since the pandemic. No, like I said, this is something that mm, is a topic that I'm still not sure if I want to dive into. But, you know. Alright, so the type of, well, you know, I have anxiety and I have depression and PTSD. Now, my anxiety sometimes leads to me having panic attacks. And I'm not saying this, I did not diagnose myself. I actually have pills for my anxiety and my depression the ptsd this is what me tell myself about me but yeah um and i also i have trouble sleeping at night so i 
I do take Xanax. So it's pronounced right, yes. <laughs> um, for sleep. Wow, yeah, I'm, I'm putting my business out there. Um, twenty twenty has been a roller coaster ride for me. And while 2020 has been a good year for others, and I do commend every person who has been through shit in 2020 and they're still fighting because, believe me, it it was not easy. It was not easy. And if you're not strong mentally, then, yo, that shit can fuck you up. All right. Um, with me, I think growing up, um, growing up, there wasn't really room for me. To, like you know, my daddy would always say I can tell him anything, but you don't want to tell your parents certain things. So that so you know, there were things that I went through that I hid, swept under the rug, that type of thing, and. For me, you know the thing like anything that come out in the darkness come anything that's in the darkness must come out to light. For me, it's like anything that you that you've hid from someone eventually it will come out to play, and that was that was it for my um mental health because it's like I'm a person like this. If something bad or something traumatic has happened to me, it's locked away in the back of my mind. And, um, you know, it's like, I, I forget about it. And then me forgetting about it, it's only temporary, temporary, (laughs) sorry, because there can be something as simple as, um, a smell, a hymn, a TV commercial, and then. I remember everything and then it's like I, I I I freeze within the moment. I freeze within the moment and um I just like I, I, I become distant and oh god maybe I should have had a book right now with the steps that I would take in recording this podcast but I trying like for the last few episodes i haven't edited anything i'm i'm just talking and going with the flow that that that's it but yeah um 2020 was a year for me um all my life growing up i've had a pretty good life and i would tell anybody that while money makes you happy if you don't fix what is like the, the 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 deeper issue no matter how much money you have you can buy a tesla you can buy a rose rice you can buy anything you want to buy from you know fix what is inside of you you can always be unhappy um I, in 2018, something, I'm not going to talk about, you know, I'm not going to get into details about it, but if you know, you know, in 2018, the, the, the last part of 2018, something traumatic happened to me. And because of that, I decided that, you know, life is short and I'm going to do what it is that I want to do. 
but before I was thinking like that, it fucked up my health, my mental health so much. And I'm telling you guys this. Wow. So, um, December, January, February, March. So in December, when it happened, I got on a plane and I went to New York. And I was depressed. I I was depressed. I didn't have an appetite. And trust me, not having an when, when you hear people say they don't have an appetite for things when them stressed or them depressed or whatever, that real. Because all I would do is drink water. And I didn't eat for like a week straight. And I didn't have the energy. I make I come off social media. I was on, I come off social media and then sometimes, you know, I was on Twitter because it's like, in my mind, I'm like, you know, I don't need Instagram, I don't need Facebook, I don't need none of that. But let me keep up with current affairs with Twitter. Um, My entire time was spent watching being Mary Jane on Netflix. <laughs> wow. My entire time was spent watching being Mary Jane on Netflix. And is that there was nobody that no, I'm gonna say that I'm not gonna say there was nobody I could talk to. My friend Polly, Polly was trying to help me to see the light with getting back closer to God. Because when that traumatic experience happened for me in 2018, I was again I can openly say this now. I was against God for a while because if, if you know me, you know, I might not be a, a person that goes to church every Sunday or whatever, but I'm very religious and I'm spiritual and I believe in God. I, 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 I talk to God every day. I talk to God about the good, the bad, the indifferent. Me and God, you know, we're all reasoning before I leave out my house, my prayer. When I come in back, my prayer, before I eat my prayer, I I had um alarms on my phone for if my dep on the road 12 o'clock, if my dep on the road 5 o'clock, if my dep on the road 7 o'clock, may I stop and find a look up space and may I, may I, may I, may I take out you know my phone and may I read verse from the Bible up and may I pray for you a little bit like anybody would, would know me know that so when that experience happened I strayed further from God now my grandmother she's a Christian and she was trying to you know get me back to see the light like she was like I understand what's happening what happened? I'm, I might not get how you feel, but just trust God, trust God for a purpose. And I, I, wow. I even started to look at my grandmother a certain type of way because I'm like, how can you believe? In because like at the time this is me saying this, how can you believe in a God that let this happen, that happened, that happened, that happened? She was like, Don't question God, man. Everything happened for a reason. So I'm like, and I'm like, why me? Why me? You get me? My thing is always why me? Like I am mana take out gun, mana shoot nobody, mana kill nobody, mana murder nobody. Like you get me? I am such a good person towards people. Why is it that 
I am in this situation. So my friend Polly, Polly would like, she, she, she would call me. There's, cause at the time she was in New York too and she would always try to, to, to come over and I would just like blow off everything. And how I went from a place where I resented, I'm, I can, I can say resented God to falling back in love with him was that I had to realize my mistakes and I had to up to this day it still hurt me but I have I, I, I had to realize that yo I had to move on when I was depressed I wanted to die when I was going through that experience because it's like, okay, my traumatic experience happened. Then everything on me buried from my picnic to my adulthood, I come up back and it's like, my mental health did the east, west, it did it all over the place. I couldn't, like, I couldn't function. I could not function, may I tell you. My daddy, I'm gonna eat for a week and probably a couple of days, but me I drink water. My daddy, I'm a week. Like, if I'm going to the bathroom, it takes me a while to go to the bathroom because I have the energy. Must like weight loss, like I just start shred weight. Like you get me, I just start lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. Lose weight. Because I eat, so my body basically I live off of the fat. I'm here to drink water, cover up, and 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 and, and watch Bean Merging on Netflix. That was it. I wasn't having no juice. I wasn't having nothing. That was it. That was all I was doing. And then when family would come over, the downstairs was um a basement. And it was like, you know, in, in you should know like it, it was in the Bronx. So the basement was transformed in, transformed into a a room, you know, like you have additional people over. So when family was over and they were upstairs and I didn't want to interact with them, I would be downstairs and then with the basement there's no light. So me like nobody sent me down there, but I just didn't want to interact with nobody. So when me down there I couldn't tell you which day of the week it was. I couldn't tell you what time because I was in complete darkness. I was in complete darkness. And, yo, I would get up and I would cry. And then at times I felt like I had no more tear ducts left because I could not cry no more. And my daddy would reach out to me and I would ignore him. And it was just a whole lot of mess it was just a whole lot of mess but then I came back to Jamaica I came back to Jamaica and I came back to Jamaica in 2019 I didn't have a care in the world because for me I'm like Everything for me, fuck up. So why the fuck should I care? And this wasn't based on no relationship, not nothing like that. But I'm like, yo, everything fuck up for me. So why should I care? Um, there was a video on my Twitter account where I had gotten three tattoos at the same time. It was my thigh tattoo, which is a dream catcher. My tattoo across my shoulder blade. 
And what was the other one I got at the same time? Um, I got yeah, I got Psalm 46, verse 5. God is within her, she will not fail. On me at the side of my hand with a cross going down. And I remember when I was videoing, um, capturing the moment of the tattoos when I posted it, persons were like, yo, that never hurt. I'm gonna see a flinch, I'm gonna see nothing. But they don't understand my mind, my body was numb. I got those three tattoos within like the session you get me there was no break nothing at all and people were like yo that not hot especially the thigh tattoo and i'm like i never like i never feel nothing because my mind numb and we don't understand the power of our mind like my mind was numb to everything so maybe if I get it now, I probably oh oh take the get me maybe, but back then I never feel nothing, nothing at all, right? So when I came back, um, I started seeing a therapist. I went through multiple therapists, therapists plural to be honest, and they didn't really helped me how I wanted, and then um. I decided to go to one more and she helped me to be in a better place than I was. I'm not going to call her name because I don't want much people run to her. If you DM me, I'll probably, you know, I don't want much people run to her. You get me? But she helped, she helped me. And I will always be grateful for that. And the sessions weren't, they didn't seem like I was judged or anything. And, you know, like, me and I, me and I are just, just reasonable, could understand each other. And, out of all the therapists in my got to, nobody never prescribed no pain for me. You get me? Like, I'm, I'm telling these people... When me, I got you, and then just I'm gonna take my story. She let me know that I, you know, I have anxiety and depression, and so on and so on and so. I, I, I started taking um pills, and stuff. Sometimes I felt I was crazy. Sometimes I felt I was crazy because it's like I'm standing still. And everything and everyone around me was moving so, so fast, so, so, so quick. It's like, I, 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 I couldn't, like, I couldn't keep up. You get me like, I can't keep up. And there were times that I would just be there standing up and I, I have to tell myself to sit because the place, the room was literally, wherever I was, was, was literally moving fast. Um, I couldn't sleep. Well, I've had sleeping issues for a while. I think it started with Digicel. Mom, can I say that? <laughs> Sorry. And them free nights. But I've, I've had sleeping issues for a while. And, you know, when I got older, it kind of, you know, take away itself. I'm going to sleep like a normal person. But then when I start feeling how I felt, I couldn't sleep. And I realized that I also had bad memory to the point where I had to, I have to write down things or leave a sticky note because when my mental health gets bad, 
I can't remember things that happened to me recently. I will be on my phone. I may just come out for the phone. And you tell me, say, Katie, send me the address. I'm going to say, yeah, mommy, I'm going to send you. And you hang up. And I don't send it because I don't remember. I was forgetting small things. So I, I like I said, I have to use sticky Sticky pads, sticky sticky notes, and make look notes on my phone to just re remind myself, remind me to do important things, to do certain things. Yeah. Um. Twenty twenty, the year of the pandemic. Who? The year of the pandemic. Wow. Sometimes I'm here. Oh, shoot, my phone fell. Hold on. Sorry about that, guys. Sometimes I'm here, right? And I'm wondering. What will my life be in the next five years? Because, like, the person that I was, I am no longer that person. So sometimes I mean, I'm like, what will my life be like in the next five years? Hmm? Am I going to still be this type of person? Um... 2020, I had some good times in 2020 and I had some bad times in 2020. What was a trigger point for me in 2020 was when a male that I used to talk to would not leave me alone and he... Oh, wow. Eh, I don't even want to get into it, but if you know what happened, you know what happened, and that happened like in the summer part of 2020, and that just yo fuck with my health so much that it literally have me, it 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 kind of made me shut down. I never really got in details about it on social media, but it did fuck me up to a point where it made me, it made it made me scared because when you know what a person is capable of. Um, when you've trusted a person so much that that person knows so much about you, yeah, that that did happen, right? Um, I had to try to get myself back into a positive space, a positive mind frame. But Maria realized that I can't do it because me in a pandemic, like um. We're not allowed to 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 go to socialize all them something there. So I'm 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 stuck here, I'm stuck at home, and it's not only the finances. Like me have to think about because the day you say yeah, say all right then. If your rent, uh, let's say eighty grand for the month before the pandemic, you could have paid your rent, pay your rent or two months in advance, and now. You're, you're wonder if you're supposed to take you know somewhere cheaper or whatever the case may be. So me, I go through so much things, and then this man just pop up and make everything worse. Like oh fuck, everything on me and my therapist work on, 
gone down the drain because here I am back at square one. You know what I'm saying? Once a man, twice a child. Here I am back at back at back at square one. Back at square one. Back at square one. Back at square one. Um. Wow. Am I really doing this? Nobody talks about mental health. Nobody, because it's like when you talk about it, people are going to say, oh, you're crazy. But your mind is very, very powerful. And I always tell myself, so, yo, if you're not right within, you're not right overall. And you have to take care of your mind. So, um, Jenny Aiko have this meditation mantra that she does and I listen to that almost it's like six six minutes and some seconds long. I listen to that almost every morning. I listen to that. And you know it 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 helps me. It puts me in a mood to jumpstart the day. It it gets my mind right because she use she used instruments in it and then her voice is so soothing and I'm like yeah man and then after me finish it the Jenny I go I'm gonna play some gospel I'm gonna play some Kirk Franklin and it 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 kind of helped me and then you know me me got you and me start my day but then you start your day and you're human. Things start to come at you. Things start to affect you. And then it puts you back into a box. And me, I tell you, I don't know how... <laughs> I don't know how my day is right now. Because a lot of things have happened... And I'm like, alright then, God's still there with me. You know, after my little frenzy, can I say frenzy? After my little bender that I went on, and you know, the kind I have resentment for a while, and I, I, I got back to being me. God's still there, and God to protect me, because it's like enough time, may I be honest with you, enough time I don't even want there. Like... Because everything just a pile up on me. And me, I say, yo, me young, you know? <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, me young, you know? Well, me want to go through so much things. And I'm like, yo, is this really adulthood? Is this really all what parents and what grandparents said I forgot you? And then make it true, yo, me can't do it, me can't do it. And then, me, I tell myself, say, God, you know, him get him, 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 him hardest battles to him, strongest soldiers. I don't believe in that no more. I believe that God gives us things based, situations based on the strength that we perceive to have. So you're there. I'm, I'm, I'm there thinking that, you know, I'm, 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 I'm strong. So God is saying, you're strong, all this. All right, then you take it and you pick it up again. No, you, you take it, it drop you and you, and you pick up with it. Walla one year, something higher. Oh, yeah, take it with ease. Walla one year. So, I feel like God, in, 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 He tests us based on what we put out there. And, man, I'm not saying a lie. Man, I know, I'm telling you, man, I know how I'm there. And it's not a joke, it's not something funny. It's 
it's a reality um yesterday sunday i made a tweet i was i was in the middle of tweeting and a friend I'm not gonna call the name because i don't know if the person wants wants to be name dropped but this person has a heart of gold because this person is in a situation right now hopefully i'm using the correct term and this person is still willing to go above and beyond bed back way side way front way everywhere all right so i'm in the middle of tweeting and my tweet says feeling overwhelmed this morning been a rough week i won't lie then this verse came up and the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while with him, no, I'm sorry, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Okay? I then went ahead and said, and I needed that. I needed that reassurance. And as a spiritual person, seeing that verse popped up, I took it as a sign from God. Like he was saying, I see what you're going through. I've heard your prayers and cries, but just keep going and make everything better. You will see. That, for me, was like, whoa. In the middle of me doing this tweet, right? She messaged me with some good news. And I'm like, yo, look at God. Look at God. Because... January, like, January has been a, a year. I'm going to say a year. And we're basically in the, getting in the middle of January right now. January has been a year for me so fast. Like, it's moving fast and slow at the same time. But yet still, I'm not smashing all my goals that I need to. Um, like, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes I'm here. And, like... That's why I'm thankful for those that get to know me because when I'm not responding to text messages, it's not because I don't want to, it's because mentally I'm not capable of doing it. You know what I do when I want to talk to a friend or somebody, I send them a text and I would say, are you in the mind frame right now to listen to what I have to say? And if they say, no, not right now, I am not offended. You know why? Because everybody is fighting their demons i call them demons whether it's out there or not everybody i go through them shit they get me i mean i go come i mean i go drop my problem span my sunshine she knows herself i mean i go drop my problem span my sunshine i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna ask like yo are you in a space right now and if them say no whatever whatever all right no problem me will go in my bathroom like where I'm at right now and talk to God. I don't know about anybody, but my my bathroom, 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 my bathroom is a very comfortable place for me. It's where I I can sometimes get my 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 uh, my thoughts together. Yeah. <sighs> Whoa. Um, I feel as though as women we need to open or make it a safe space for men 
to be able to talk about issues that they have without saying to them that they're becoming or they seem more feminine. There's nothing wrong with having emotions where you manifest. If, if, if I cut a male, it might bleed just like me, right? So this whole notion of men not supposed to be emotional they must just take everything and rough with it that needs to cut that definitely needs to cut because a person got got through something and they can't share with someone what they're going through because they're going to tell them as we jamaicans to say yo you're a batty man you're gay whatever no have a open space where men can 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 talk about their feelings without having to think that they are going to be judged. Now, I am here in my bathroom recording this podcast talking about my life, my mental health, going to publish it soon. And this is something that can be used against me. But the thing is that with me, once I am over something, I talk about it. So... Even if it's said to hurt me in war, it will never hurt me. Yes, I have anxiety problem. Yes, I have depression. Yes, that's fucking up my mental health. Yes, okay. But guess what? You're not me. You probably can't live through some of what I've lived through, some of what I haven't spoken about openly to others you cannot you're not me there's only one of me you don't have the mental ability right to get up not wanting to be here right but get up on a daily basis fake a smile for the world and go about your business. If you had to do that every fucking day, I guarantee you, you would have probably there at Bellevue right now. And I am strong right now because even though there are times that I don't want to die, I come out and say this, there are times that I don't want to die, I'm still here. You know, like, there is a higher purpose for me there's a bigger purpose for me there is there's so much more in store for me and it's fucked up <laughs> yo it's fucked up that i'm going through so much the other day i had um a conversation briefly with a friend and they were like, Yo, what happened to you? Like what what's been happening to you? Like when I hear from you nothing, nothing and I and I it wasn't face to face. So my type put everything and because I, I wasn't in the mood to talk and I sent it to the person and the person said to me, You are good choose so much things one time how can one person go through so much things one time? And they're like, yo, I always see as a strong person, but this just make it stronger. And me, I said, no. In my mind, me, I said, you know, get it. 
I'm not strong. Brother, men are strong. I am weak as fuck. I'm weak. I'm weak. You're not get it, man. My mom say yo, you say you're weak. But me couldn't even go through them first two things the way I got you and still be alive today. You see, my battles are my battles to fight. Your battles are your battles to fight. Oh, God. I just hope that... I think everybody needs a person who they can talk to. And I'm not talking about a friend, a pastor, your parents. No. Go get help. Go seek a therapist. Go get help. Your friends aren't your therapists. Your parents aren't. Your pastor definitely isn't. You know, your teacher is not. Go get help. Go get professional help. This, this is what they went to school for. You know, to help you. And there's nothing wrong if you feel as if the one that you're talking to, you're not connecting. I went through four, around four of them. But four, I could have find the perfect one so go get help go seek help because may i tell you i wouldn't want anybody to be in a situation where i was at the time where i'm start questioning god and then at 2020 it got so worse for me it got worse for me because it's like all right then finances limited beer bullshit to happen what to happen you know there was this guy <laughs> Wow. And I I truly believe that you need to find some sort of peace within and some sort of happiness within before you start liking a person. I'm not saying that it was a relationship per se i'm just saying that i've gotten so used used to you know talking to this person having this person like trust me tell me not much like not in detail like like i would if the person don't talk to nobody i know that they will talk to me basically and that was just out with me and 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 i like the person but then <laughs> I'm not even laughing because it's not funny, but you know, you have to take bad things to make a joke. My mental health fuck it up because I, I wasn't the person that they were communicating with on the phone in person because in person, I, I was like, okay, I'm seeing this person. No. And it's like, I'm like, oh, God. And then I start getting anxious. And then, like, no, no, no. Oh, fuck. Like, I, 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 you know, first impressions last. But, yeah. And then from that, and that interaction, I'm like, all right, then. You see, you're this person. You're not communicating as much as y'all used to. Be there for you, baby girl. Because nobody's going to be there for you. You get me? Be there for you. Um, For me... I started smoking. Katie Marie is not my real name, by the way. Katie Marie was a nickname given to me years ago 
Marie, marijuana, so they would say Katie Marie. I haven't smoked in years and I started smoking back. I started being um, dependent on alcohol where I, I, I would say that I am an alcoholic. I was an alcoholic. I am desperately trying to change. If I don't get drunk, I don't feel good and I start having like withdrawal problems and it showed in everything you get me it showed in everything like sometimes even even on twitter sometimes me I make some tweets when 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 man have the alcohol now me get alcohol me I look through I'm like delete this delete this delete because it's like me get dependent upon alcohol like you know the white room the white room Somebody used in 2019 when I came back to Jamaica, um, this person said to me, say, yo, as she smell white rum, she get drunk. And it wasn't even that. It was that me I go through shit. I'm going to just start, start depend on alcohol. Depend on alcohol for make my function. Make my function. I had a water bottle. And it wasn't water in it, and I would bring that shit everywhere with me. Now I see myself smoking, and I'm trying to 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 cut it out because I, that's not that's not who. There's nothing wrong bad way. There's nothing wrong with smoking for those that smoke, but Manawan did so. So, I am saying this to everybody that take, took the time to listen to this podcast. If you realize that you need help, go get help. Don't push it off. You know, don't. Because depression is real. And when you're really depressed... You've be, you're be, you, like you start becoming suicidal, and when you start becoming suicidal, you start doing things that might and can lead to your own death. And I'm talking from close and my very own personal trauma. You 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 don't you don't want to be there. You don't wanted to reach at that point so please get help get help from a therapist from a professional and Jenny Eichel let me let me um my phone it's the trigger protection mantra I'm just gonna play a little bit of it for you guys and then you know I'm going to end the podcast, but it's going to be like the outro, basically. But thank you for listening to me, and I hope that somewhere this touched somebody where they realize that you are not alone. 
I'm not the only one feeling this type of way. I'm not the only one distancing myself from others. You're not. Trust me. You're not. Truly.